Hello and welcome to this episode of the Late World Podcast with me, Manuel. Have you ever wondered why many educated Nigerians are jobless? According to the recent unemployment report released by the National Bureau of Statistics, unemployment among people with post-secondary school education has almost tripled within three years, from 12% in 2015 to 30% in 2018. Education no longer provides the assurance of getting a job, writes Uma Amare Kuruche in Steers Business. In this episode, I speak with Uma. She is a research associate at the Center for the Study of the Economics of Africa. You can read more of her works by visiting yournigerianeconomist.com. Hope you enjoyed this interview. Hope you share and hope you really find it useful. Feedbacks are welcome. You can send these feedbacks to manuel at thelatewire.com. Okay, as I said, I read your article on um, stairs business. Okay. And yeah, it's actually something I have been thinking about myself. You know, but what really is the issue? Because as I said earlier, even from um, the email I sent to you, you know, while growing up, there was this idea of, you know, mm-hmm. just go to school. You know, once you're done and you're out, uh-huh. you're going to, you know, get a job. But okay. definitely that's not what's going on, apparently. Uh-huh. It's actually becoming more and more difficult. And it's like, okay, no one is really talking about that because I know even from my parents' generation, you know, they still have that sort of belief that once you're done with school, you're going to get a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, you, what do you think, you know, is really contributing to this, you know, the factors that are really causing this, that when people go to school and come out, they no longer get the jobs that, you know, that mm. they were promised before that. Okay, so... In Nigeria, I would say a primary reason why people don't get jobs is because the jobs are simply not available. Um, I myself, I was a victim of, you know, um, the few jobs that are available, like the situation. Um, It took me a while to get the job that I actually wanted. Mm. I had to do, um, you know, jobs that were that required below my skill sets, right? Just because I didn't want to be idle. And um, so that's one reason on on availability of jobs. The second reason is skills mismatch. So a lot of the people who go to schools, um, a a lot of people who have degrees, right? The courses that they have these degrees in, they are not required by... They are not needed by um, employers. So there's the there's the case of people who have degrees in maybe animal science or something. But how many how many how many jobs are available in that industry? So mm-hmm. that's that's another reason. And again, that sort of you know leads leads to you know having square pegs and round holes as it were. You know. Yes, Someone exactly. studies, like me, you studied biochemistry and in the end you, you're you working in a bank. Exactly. You exactly. were not trained for that. And so you have exactly. to go through a series of training and all that. Exactly. But again, is this a fault of our educational system, you know? The fact that, you know, there's this huge lack of necessary skills in graduates, which is commensurate with the market demands. Even if there are no jobs, okay, for, as you said, those who studied animal science. But even for those who studied, let's say, banking and finance, still using the banking sector as an example, 
mm. yet you have you know employees complaining that these people are not well trained so is that a fault of our educational system or is it more on the part of the students well i would say it's the fault of the policy makers mm. right so not just the educational system but the federal ministry of education so the people at the helm of affairs because they design the curriculum they decide what students they they decide the courses that are offered within the educational system right yeah. so i would say that is a i think the the problem lies there or the fault yeah i think that's where the problem lies okay but you know in in recent times um there has been this idea of incorporating you know entrepreneurship into the educational system you know, for me i think that was in a 300 level you know we went through that course but in the end it really didn't it was just like you know another course it really didn't prepare us you understand me for you know being whatever you want to be as an entrepreneur when you're done with school you know mm. it was just one of those courses for even my friends who you know after studies you know got into business or trying up trying to set up things i'm certain that most of them it was in spite of that course not because of that course Mm. So I I think yeah definitely there should be a review of our educational educational system but I I don't at the moment see the willingness to do that. Mm. Um yeah so when you talk about entrepreneurship right yeah. there are already a lot of entrepreneurs in Nigeria mm-hmm. um is entrepreneurship really what we need mm-hmm. is that what employers are are looking for yeah so so that's one i think the cost the curriculum needs to be designed better to suit the needs of employers so that's one aspect right the other aspect is that more jobs have to be have to be created okay, let's look at the role of government in all this you know at times i sit back i'm not an economist but i try to you know at least know a few one or two things about several you know sectors and you know fields do you see nigeria as you know are we running a capitalist form of you know system of economics socialism or a mixed economy and in that light you know how how far how much should we sort of rely on government to create jobs because you, you know every election cycle you sort of hear politicians you know say we're going to create jobs you know and with that people believe that yeah it's it lies solely on the government to sort of create jobs how how far should we sort of trust them with that tax because i i really don't trust the government with a lot of things and creating mm-hmm. jobs is it's no it's no one of it i i kind of believe that the government ought to provide you know the necessary tools and environment that will encourage creativity and i think it's out of that that you know jobs come out and you know you have lots of industries companies and firms and all that but how how much should we you know as nigerians rely on the government to create jobs mm. okay so to answer your first question i would yeah. say that we we run a mixed economy right yeah. because the government intervenes it's not just the private sector that uh, um 
that are the primary economic agents. The government still employs a huge population, a huge um, percentage of our population, mm-hmm. right? But um, the extent to which the government can solve the unemployment crisis is very limited. Already, the recurrent expenditure for Nigeria is so high. Yeah. We can't, the government is failing in in providing infrastructure and other capital expenditure just because it has to keep up with paying salaries, mm-hmm. right? So the extent to which the government can create jobs for the population, I don't see, I don't think that's feasible, actually, particularly because we have a young population. Mm-hmm. So half of... Um, half of of the Nigerian population is below eighteen. Mm. Yes, C- catering to that in the future, just the government catering to that, you know, creating job jobs for for that um, size will be. I don't see that happening. So, what, what do you think? You know, looking at Nigeria, what do you think should be done precisely? You know given the role of the government, you know, private sector, the fact that jobs are limited and our educational system is not really, really, you know, giving us what the market demands, what do you think should actually be done? So it would have to, the burden will have to lie on the private sector, right, to create jobs. But even the private sector, you hear them complaining, there are a lot of obstacles, a lot of challenges mm-hmm. that they face, um, poor infrastructure, um, um, multiple taxation, you know, the the environment is just not conducive. And then when there's no money circulating, if you say, for instance, you're selling a product, the extent to which you would, you would employ people will depend on the demand for that product, right? So when there's no money circulating in the, in the country, people are poor, where the, where the, world's poverty capital the private sector is is inhibited but at the end of the day it will have to be the private sector that would bail us out of the unemployment crisis so finally okay this is i really want to ask you this is leaning from all we've talked about but this has always haunted me for years you know talking with people you know friends colleagues in school and out of school, I kind of ask myself in the end, is pursuing, you know, a formal education always necessary and compulsory? This is what I mean. Now, I think, yeah, there is a level that everyone should, you know, get an education, let's say the secondary school. But for the university and, you know, your master's or PhD, you know, your article, you actually um, sort of stated that even those who have doctorates, you know, end up not even having these jobs. But in the end, is it really worth it, given, you know, what you, the amount of fees you put in and the fact that, let's be sincere, there are people who are in academic environments who shouldn't be there, probably, you know, doing something they are good at, something, you know, much, much better. In the end, do you think it is really, really compulsory and necessary to really, really, you know, have this formal education at, at the peak of, of it all? Well, I would say it's important to be educated. It's mm-hmm. important to get that degree. 
but what you should get in addition to the degree are skills. Okay. If by the time you identify the sector that you want to work in, you have to also identify the skills that are required for you to for you to add value in um, working in that sector. So there, there, there are now cases of IT companies who are employing people without degrees, but then they have the necessary skills. So they know how to code, you know, they have the necessary skills. But personally, I would, and how I was raised, mm. um, I would say you should get that degree and, and get the skills that are required in your sector. Okay, but do you think everyone should pursue a master's and PhD? No, okay. no. PhD is for, it depends on your sector. So as an economist, regardless of where you want to go, whether it's consultancy, whether it's um, the, the, the international organizations, World Bank, IMF, or whether it's research, it's, you would almost inevitably have to do a PhD. Yeah, but if you're doing computer engineering, for instance, I do I don't think a PhD is required in that field. Absolutely. So it depends, it depends on your you shouldn't get a PhD because of the sake of getting it. You shouldn't mm -hmm. acquire degrees because of the sake of getting it. Do you need it? Is it is it necessary in your field? I think that's those are questions that you should ask. All right. Thanks a lot, Omar. Thanks for your time. I really, really appreciate it. You're welcome, Manuel. Thank you so much um, for for requesting this interview and you know wanting to know more about about these issues. Right. So I think you have a website. Um, uh, if people really want to find out more about you, you know, read your words. Where should they go? It's your Nigerian Economist. Okay. Yeah, right. I can send it to you on LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah, and I'll, uh, yeah, I'll attach a link. I'll attach it. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks. Thanks. All right.